What up, what up, what up? What's up, everybody? What is up? Up to that 12th episode of The Analyst. It's your boy Dubs in the building. Yes, sir. I'm back at it. You know, had to, had to jump on live tonight because I seen some stuff that's been happening last day or so. And I felt like it needed to be addressed because uh, uh, it was shocking news for a lot of people. But uh, to some people, I guess it was it was going to happen. It was it was going to be the big thing in news because they talked about it for months. Once the murder was done, that they was going to start making some changes. And right now, WWE has let go a lot of people. Let's see. Let's see if I can get the total number of people that they actually have gotten rid of in this time span. Let's see. Let's. 21 and counting. 21. Yes, we got 21 uh, active performers that was wrestling for WWE that they just, some they brought back, some that uh, they had just brought up not too long ago, maybe a year ago, maybe two years ago. Um, Some that didn't really get much TV time. They should have had at least a chance to see what they can do on TV, build their character up. But the new, the new merger, a lot of people got released. And uh, I got a special guest on the show. Um, I got someone that's uh, very familiar with wrestling and knows her, Knows what she's talking about. A familiar figure, you know. She's on Spotify also. She got her own show. Um, I don't know what to call her. <laughs> I could call her by her first name. Or I can... Key Lolo. Okay. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome Key Lolo to the show. Insert applause. Insert applause. <laughs> Thank you. So. Hi, fam. What's good? I am King Lolo, one half of the TKO Knob Podcast. And I'm here with the homie. I call him Big E. I don't know what y'all call him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> really? I. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, sir. So, uh, so what you uh think about these releases uh, as they keep popping up? Like the most recent, what do you think about uh, Matt Riddle? Um, that it was time. Mm. He's not one of the ones that I was necessarily um super upset about. I. You know how you see so much potential? You just wish that the E can tap into people's real potential. Mm -hmm. He's one of those ones that I feel like has 
real potential, but I think he needs to kind of buckle down on a lot of his personal stuff um, and get that under control before he goes anywhere else. Um, I think that has a lot to do with the reason that WWE kind of backed off of him for a little while because he was kind of wilding out backstage, allegedly, should I say. Um, and folks wasn't really featuring him or feeling him in upper and in the locker room as well. Yeah. Um, I just feel like he has his own personal demons that he, he needs to wrestle, no pun intended. Um, and to get that under control, get a haircut and put on some shoes, um, and come back like rebranded kind of like Big Cass you know like he had so much potential he threw it all away he really did but he went over you know and I didn't even recognize him when when I seen him again you know um but he re- I feel like he rebranded himself and he's he's a he's a better individual now. Mm-hmm. I think Matt needs to do the same thing. I think Matt needs to go take some time, do some healing, and come back probably to a different brand overseas or something like that. Uh refreshed and revamped. Right, right. Okay. Yeah, I feel like it's time for him the finally See what he can do elsewhere. I mean, he's worked the independent circle before. He's uh been out there, Russell, some big names. So for him to to find his footing, it's not gonna be too hard for him. Most of the fans know who he is. Um I feel like that's gonna be for a lot of them. I feel like a lot of people that got released, they needed this. Um yeah, it sucks to to hear about certain people getting let go. But you got to understand, like, it sucks when you're them and you actually live it every day. You don't get put on TV. You don't get uh, talked about in the meetings. No one's bringing up, like, oh, I don't have nothing for you. I'm sorry. Uh, You can just stay in catering, though, or you can just go back home. Uh, It's a lot of – it's tough. For those guys, and I, I can feel for them, mm-hmm. but I can understand from I guess this new merger. If it wasn't the merger, it was like you gotta think. Miss Man came back; he was going to make changes. They do; they they're a corporation, so they they gotta do cuts. Like like even if they sign big deals, they're gonna make these changes. And uh. Some were more surprising than others. I'll probably say the Mustafa Ali one kind of threw me off. That one pissed me off the most. Do you feel like they? The do you feel like they missed on him? Kind of the same way they missed out on like Pac or like Buddy Murphy. I do. Um, <clears throat> Ali is. An amazing athlete. Um, and I think they kind of played with him a lot of the time. Um, and 
WWE does this thing where I feel like they bait us into watching certain things Mm -hmm. um, only to disappoint us. I kind of feel the same way about uh, like uh, music award shows and stuff too. Like they put our favorites on the stage. Um, they put them in the nomination circle because they want us to watch, even though we they we know that later on down the line we find out that these people do not win, right? So with Mufasa to put him in like that pay per view, um, and to give him a little storyline, and because he was in I believe Night of Champions and. You know, to to bait us in to make us believe like you're really legit about to give him a chance only for you to disappoint me, that pisses me off. Yeah. Um, to have a match such as Mufasta, Ray, and Ricochet for the belt, right? Mm-hmm. That's something I would want to watch. Like, um, mm-hmm. I want to watch him I do. I love him as a wrestler. But then again, I'm a slightly biased because I'm a high flyer girl. Um, it is amazing to watch him in the ring. I do think that this probably could be the best thing for him because I think he could go somewhere else and be very successful. But I don't think that they gave him the chance that we thought you know, they would. And we've heard him air out his grievances like on Twitter and things like that even way before this about how he felt, you know, in regards to the way he was being treated, the way he was being booked. Because at the end of the day, he can say all he wants. Hey, put me in the ring. Hey, give me a chance. Hey, I want to do this. Hey, I want to be on TV. He can ask it all he wants, but if it's not written in the story, because we all know that wrestling is a story for Mm -hmm. us. It's like, it's literally called World Wrestling Entertainment for a reason. But if they don't write him in the books, what can he do? So this might be a blessing in disguise for him, but his was the most, the one I was most pissed about. I'm not even going to lie. If you was upset about that one, especially since like he got a title match that was supposed to have been next week versus Dominic Mysterio. And I remember when someone sent me this yesterday because I was at work in class, so I really wasn't on my phone. And someone was like, oh, um, Mustafa got released. I was like, how? I was like, he got a match. So I screenshot and showed what showed on WWE.com. And I was like, well, maybe it, maybe his last match is next week and they're just going to let him go that way. Because how you have someone that's set up for a title match, but he's released the week before or his contract's not up until next summer, but you let him go. Like, like, wh- like why? Why the sudden change? What's so crazy about that, e? When you really think about it and you really start to look at what's going on, Right now, to me, the WWE is super focused on factions and the old school, Mm -hmm. right? So 
you got Judgment Day. You had the bloodline. Um, and even though the bloodline is not together no more, we were so invested in what was going on with them that even now that they're split, we're still invested in the individuals. Right. Which to me is genius because we're going to want to watch to see what's going on with Jay. We're going to want to watch to see what's going on with Jimmy. We're going to see, you know, if Solo ever does the thing that we all hope that he does, and that's turn on your boy, but we're going to leave that alone. Um, <laughs> you know, and then you got the Judgment Day. Do I think that they all should hold the gold hostage? No, I don't. Um, do I think that even if Mufasa was in that match, he would have won that match? No, I don't. Yeah, um, and it's because these factions have been shoved down our throats so much that that's now kind of like their bread and butter because we're waiting to see when the money in the bank cashing is going to happen. We're waiting to see who now is going to go after the belts for the tag team. You know, we're waiting to see what's going to happen with Rhea now. It's like, we're waiting to see how much more of a bitch Dominic Mysterio can be. Now, I don't know if I can cuss on your podcast, but that's the way that I feel about Dominic Mysterio. Yeah, you can say how you feel. Um, (laughs) You know, so... I don't think that Mufasa should have won the match or would have won the match. No, because it doesn't it doesn't fit into the dialogue of what they have going on right now. Um, do I think that they should have played more on that Gunther and Mufasa storyline? Absolutely, because their match was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Their match was great. They should have continued that because I feel like a lot of these people have belts, but there's no storyline along with them having the belts anymore. It's like they just are all over the place fighting random people. Um, and it's exhausting and tiring to me. Right. Um, but I do like Mufasa a lot. Um, I do. Um, and I do hope that wherever he goes, that he really gets the shine um, that I truly think that he deserves. Because, mm. again, that was one of the ones that pissed me off the most. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, I was, I was livid. Because knowing what I know, like how you said that he had this match, I'm like, <sighs> what, what was that for, though? Like, what was the reason? I feel like Cardi B. What was my reason? <laughs> 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 what, do you, what do you thought about, like, the Dolph Ziggler release? Do you feel like he needed this and stuff? Or would he would he actually go to Co- uh, the Cody Rhodes route? Or would he just more so just like, you know what? I ain't going to wrestle. I'll just go right into acting and stuff. Like, I got the look. Why not? Like, I've been here 20 years and stuff. I did everything I could. I ain't got nothing to prove. I feel like that was one of those ones that was unnecessary, too. Um, 
Um, because Dolph has given WWE so much, like a lot. Um, he's one of those people that I love to hate because a lot of the time he's a heel. Um, and I'm a face girl. So the only person that I actually swap back and forth with that I don't care if they're a heel on the face, I love them down is Shinsuke Nakamura. He can never do no wrong in my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> like ever. If he's bad, I love him. If he's good, I love him. But I don't feel that way about everybody else. But with Dolph, I think that I think that it was time. Um, I would actually like him to go like the actors route. Honestly, uh, I feel like he gave them a lot. He gave them decades of great matches, great storylines. Um, that was one of the ones that was more shocking to me because you would think that uh, like certain seniority will come into play when it comes to these cuts. Because I'm like, okay, well, if you didn't have anything for him, you didn't have nothing for him backstage, like, you couldn't, you know, do anything for him at all but release him after all he's given to this company. Because isn't he the one that was there, like, the longest that got cut? Nobody was there longer than him that got cut, Yeah, no one was close. The only person that was close to him was was Dana Brooke. Yeah, but Shelton got released before, and he was gone for, I think, two years, three years. Might have been mm-hmm. a little bit, might have been longer than that. Um, then he came back, right? Yeah, and he kind of was like a yeah. coach more so than active performer. No, because these cuts were so all over the place. Like, there are a lot of people that are in these cuts that they're under the radar. You know, the people that stood out the most, the most to me was Dolph and um and Ziggler, right? So mm-hmm. everybody else, oh, I can kind of do it out. Like, I ain't even gonna hold you.
put certain people in matches or try to give them a storyline when y'all are yelling out that this sucks or this is boring and you don't like how this person is being booked. You don't like that this person lost. And I do think when it comes to the fan side that WWE kind of like needs to put in earplugs and go with what they really feel is the creative and not listen to us because honestly we're bipolar we are all over the place when it comes to like certain things and certain wrestlers and all of that because for example right everybody was on the Kofi the Kofi mania train right um because honestly i'm always going to root for everybody black that's just me kofi built that storyline to her back then perfection won the belt it was a beautiful moment everybody was on that train and then they made him go out like that Yep. <laughs> and, and nobody said anything. Nobody batted an eye because it was Brock who he lost to, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, where were y'all at when it was time for him to get the rematch? Like, why wouldn't y'all, you know, hollering and screaming and, <laughs> you know, being on that train that he deserved a rematch, which he did? I believe that somewhere along the line, I heard that they changed the rule about the rematch thing. Yeah. And I think that that's bullshit. But he deserved a rematch, and he did not deserve to go out like that. But y'all rode the train all the way up until he won the belt, kept it for a high second, and then ended up losing it the way that he did. Now, if he went out and didn't look like a sucker, I would probably feel differently. Because it's Brock. But the fact that he looked weak, that pissed me off. And that's when really I took a break from watching it for a long time because I was so pissed at how that went down. But y'all weren't like, give him another chance. Clap, 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 clap. Give him another chance. Clap, 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 clap. Then we all, we be all over the place as fans. We do. Certain things I feel like they should listen to us and certain things I feel like they tune us out. Tune us out because stuff with us get old real fast. Um, And then they're on these things now where like people are holding the belt hostage. It's like a hostage takeover. Um, And that I don't like because it focuses in on just these particular people and we have a whole locker room full of wrestlers who are hungry, who want to get out there, who deserve a chance. I just... They just annoy me sometimes. They really do. Um, Because right now... Yeah, the fans are in their feelings, but to be honest with y'all, y'all wasn't buying their merch. Nope. Y'all wasn't really supporting them like that. Nope. Y'all wasn't really fighting for them. 
Y'all weren't doing them chants and like honestly, how y'all be doing like see you and pull. Y'all probably don't even remember. If we're gonna be honest, half of these people, y'all probably don't even remember and ain't giving a second thought about them. Like at all. Once this it always happens when the cuts happen. Everybody get upset. Then once it die down, we gonna forget all about these people and they're gonna pop up at other places and we're gonna be happy for them. Mm. It's the way the cookie crumbles. Cuts always suck for WWE. But you just never know who they're gonna cut. But a lot of this is kind of sort of our fault too. <laughs> it's kind of our fault too. Because if you really ride with them the way that you ride with them, then we would have different results. This is a fact. But they can't keep everybody. Because then they can't pay who they really want to pay. And we're going to get into that later. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a. Uh, I've said for the longest time about these WWE fans, this will be the first time. <sighs> I can put it on like a podcast, and I and people can actually hear it. I've like I've seen people do this for years. Every time WWE make cuts, they want to crucify them, kill them, whatever and stuff. Some be some big names, some be people y'all ain't never even thought of ever and stuff. But you want to? I get why y'all can feel sorry for them, but y'all ain't never know who that person was. Um, and. Um, she couldn't get it done like that that you like i some of them you like i yeah i agree i agree but some of them you like all right now now that's fucked up you shouldn't have done that facts but um Yes, yeah, it's, it's. I mean, I mean, if you even looking at the list, like from Mustafa Ali, you can say Riddle, Dolph Ziggler, Shelton. There's nobody on that list that any person would know or be like, "Oh, I've been following them." Oh man, I'm big. No, you're not. Like, like top dollar getting fired, but the rest of Hit Row is still sitting there. I'll, I'll just like, all right, or I guess they're gonna eventually get to them, but maybe they might be doing something different for them. I don't know. They just they know. I think I think those people at the merger they've been watching, they've been paying attention. They probably got the whole list from WWE and probably was like, hmm, I wonder who's not really doing nothing. Who's just sitting there, just clocking a paycheck, still getting paid to do nothing. And he was like, nah. We got to chop this block, get rid of these guys because they didn't really not do anything. But, you know, it's uh, it's how they it's how they run the business. All your points you were saying, it's a thousand percent right. Because uh, if y'all can cheer for CM Punk and still yell his name out when that man ain't even in either company, then you should be yelling these people's names out too. Or at least give these people a chance, like just – screaming names maybe get hyped because if you gotta think like i love technology and shit if i can watch the tv and this can tell 
that yeah, they have to boost in crowd noise because you're not making any reaction to that person. Like Keegan Knox wrestled in the dark match on Monday, and they had to kind of boost in the crowd noise because nobody was reacting. Yeah, that's a problem. That's that shows. Right. Hey, we're gonna do a we're gonna do a part two to this, uh, because it's at 